Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering all the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we'll be talking about the events and updates from April 3rd to the 5th of 2020. Starting out with the British royal family, on Friday, uh, Prince Charles opened the NHS Nightingale virtually. Um, So NHS Nightingale is the London Field Hospital held at the Convention Center Excel London. Um, It was constructed in about 10 days and is ready to hold patients as soon as the need arises. Um, So Charles used video conferencing technology um, and video conferenced in to declare the center open. Um, He had a representative uh, unveil the plaque on his behalf. Um, And it is now has made history for several reasons. Um, But one of them is that it is the first ever building in the UK to be opened by a member of the royal family virtually. So that's really, really cool. Um... And I think that these field hospitals that we are seeing pop up in convention centers that are privately run but are being loaned out um, is just a really um, strong testament to everyone's willingness to work together um, to, you know, make sure that people are safe and healthy um, and can receive care um, even though traditional hospitals are out of beds um, during this crisis. So I think it is a testament to the resiliency of um, every country that has pop-up, pop-up hospitals um, in their healthcare systems. Um, and then on Saturday with the British royal family, there was nothing new. Um, and then today, on Sunday, um, Queen Elizabeth recorded a televised address to the nation that, um, that premiered this evening. Um, and it was obviously in regards to coronavirus. Now she is the last monarch to do so. Um, she had a four minute address in which she spoke about the difficult time that everyone is having. Um, she of course, as everyone else has thanked the people who are working tirelessly to support people throughout the United Kingdom. Uh, She thanked people for staying home to prevent the spread. Um, And then she also spoke to the strength of the British people of this generation for getting through this. Um, And then she ended by saying, we will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. Which just (laughs) gave me a lot of hope. Um, It was just a very nice, I I finished watching the speech live and I was just like, you know, if you ever need to feel better about anything, watch a speech from Queen Elizabeth in a special address. They just make you feel better. Um, So she gave me a good bit of hope and optimism at the um, end of her speech today, which was, which was nice. Um, And now we are done with the British royal family. So we are going to move on to the Belgians. On 
on Friday, King Philippe had a Skype meeting with the director of a um, Belgian prison, as well as some of the prisoners held there. Um, so this specific prison, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce it because it was just impossible, um, this specific prison produced masks for the staff at all the Belgian prisons, as well as prisoners who are on work duty in the kitchen, canteen, or laundry services. Um, and I just think, again, like, shining example of how everyone in Belgium, but also, like, everyone throughout the world are doing their part um, to get through this crazy time together. Um, so I just think that is really, really cool. And then on Saturday, they had nothing. Um, and on Sunday, they, the Belgian royal family, released a video. And it seems to be um, drone footage of all six of them. So King Philippe, Queen Mathilde, and their four children um, waving to the camera with the word um, courage in English, French, and Dutch. Um, kind of spelled out maybe in flowers, maybe in paper. I don't quite know what was spelling it out. I'm sure, given that it's a royal family, it was flowers. Um, and, you know, the Belgian royal family are just, like, crushing the supportive royal family and that duty uh, thing during this crisis. They are just doing a really great job of, like, supporting the Belgian people and showing them that they're there and showing them that they're in this with them. Um, so props to the Belgian royal family for that. Um, and then there was nothing new in Denmark, so we are going to move on to the Netherlands. King Willem-Alexander and Queen Maxima visited the RIVM, uh, which is the Dutch Institute for Public Health and Environment. Um, this is their first working visit that they've been to together since uh, the pandemic kind of took over everyone's lives. Um, and so during the visit, they spoke with people and learned about the modeling of infectious disease where uh, this department is currently mapping the spread of coronavirus. Uh, they also spoke with the outbreak management team, where they discussed operational guidelines and advice to healthcare professionals um, that they are giving out right now, as well as the need for uh, a, a strong procedure for all of this going forward. Um, and then... Uh, Willem Alexander visited the Ministry of Health, which is responsible for crisis organization across the Netherlands. Um, and so during his visit, he participated in the daily video conference with the um, Caribbean part of the Netherlands. Um, and then over the, the Saturday and Sunday, they had no events or updates given. <laughs>
so now we are going to move on to Norway. In Norway on Friday, King Harald and Queen Sonja sent out a video greeting uh, where they talked about the coronavirus crisis and how impressed they are with the way everything is being done. Uh, so Queen Sonja talked about um, how she is finding the um, good that is visible and also that will come out of this. Um, and I personally have been having a, a hard time with that this weekend. Um, but I am loving the optimism and it gives me a little bit, um, when I'm seeing people be optimistic about this. Um, and then of course they also acknowledged the worry that people are having about finances and life in general. Um, and then they ended it by saying soon we can all give each other a big hug. Um, I'm not sure when people will ever, ever hug again that don't like live with each other. Um, but I'm here for the optimism. I, it gives me some hope, you know, just like Queen Elizabeth earlier on, uh, when she talked about someday we will meet again, we will see our friends and our families. Um, you know, I'm here for the optimism. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday, there was nothing new in Norway, so we will move on to Spain. On Friday, we're going to start with King Felipe, who visited the operations center for the Ministry of Defense. Um, during this visit, he participated in two presentations. Uh, the first were the resources for Operation Balmes, uh, which is what the Spanish military has named their response to COVID-19. Um, so the resources were explained um, and kind of talked about on a, like, grand scale of, like, what's available, things like that, what's coming in, what they still need, all of that really important stuff. Um, and then in a second video, or in a second meeting, which was done by video conference, where Felipe met with each department of the, um, Spanish armed forces, so Army, Navy, Air Force, things like that, um and talked about their responses and what they needed and gave the king basically an update. Um, and then I have to say, there is nothing that really puts this in perspective for me um, than Felipe showing up to the events, uh, the very few public events that he has done since the middle of March in a glove and mask. So later in the day, Felipe and Queen Letizia had a phone call with the Director General of the World Health Organization. Um, and then Letizia continued working from home where she had a solo phone call with the President of the Government's Agency Against Gender Violence, where they again talked about the rising number of calls about domestic violence. And then my heart, and then my heart broke a little bit more. Um, so on Saturday, Felipe and Letizia had some more phone calls 
Um, first, they called three um, hospitals throughout Spain, um, and then they had a phone call with the president of Portugal, where they talked about the solidarity the two countries have to share right now. Um, so they share a border. Um, and then today, on Sunday, King Felipe and Queen Letizia spoke with um, representatives from two more of the Spanish hospitals. Um, so they did that on Sunday morning. Um, and that is it for Spain. And now we are going to move on to Sweden. Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel on Friday visited the medical technology company Gitting, um, except here's the kicker. They didn't actually visit it. It was a virtual tour. Um, and so this company, Gitting, has increased the production, has increased their production capacity for ventilators by 60%, um, which is incredible. Ventilators are something that are proving to be extremely, extremely, extremely important um, in the fight against coronavirus. Um, and also I love this idea of a virtual visit to a company, um, and I would love to start seeing some other royal families really take advantage of this. We're seeing this, um, a good bit too with the Dutch royals, um, but I would love to start seeing this a little bit more. Um, and then on Saturday, the Swedish royals had nothing new, um, and today on Sunday, King Carl Gustav also gave a televised address to the Swedish people. Um, and on a personal note, I would like to thank Kungahuset, which is the, um, Swedish royal household for, um, English subtitles on the YouTube video of this speech because, well, I don't speak Swedish and, um, and this just made my life a little bit easier. Um, so I would like to thank them for that instead of me trying to find a translation. Um... And so he has publicly addressed the crisis um, in a brief speech during a Council of State meeting, um, but this is his first special solo address on the issue. Um, and so he talked a lot about um, Holy Week, and that's the week before Easter, which, in case you don't know, as I keep forgetting, Easter is next Sunday. Um... And so he talked about the sacrifices that people are having to make to keep everyone safe. Um, and specifically, Easter celebrations are being scaled back, canceled. Um, they are being found. There are creative options being explored for how to have Easter celebrations. Um, and so he talked about the sacrifice that we are making now um, is, is something that we will feel strongly um, good about in the coming years because we're, we're doing what we can to prevent the spread. Um, and then he also talked about the, um, how any crisis will help us to reevaluate life and relationships and priorities after this, um, which actually Queen Elizabeth mentioned a little bit as well, um, in her speech as well this evening. Um, um, 
But yeah, so a very good speech from King Carl Gustav. And that is it for the Swedish royal family. And that is also it for this episode of the Daily Royal. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I will be back tomorrow um, with a rundown of the events and updates from all the royal families, um, as well as a um, deeper look into the consorts throughout Europe. So the wives and husbands of the current kings and queens. Um, So that'll be a fun thing to talk about, and I'm excited to talk to you all tomorrow. Um, Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you then. Bye!